Hello, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of the DBC Show, coming to you from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Paul Krieger. Hey, everybody. Carrie McPherson. Hi, everyone. John Sakari. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I don't know why I'm having, like, <laughs> drama today with names. It's like I know you people. Our producer, Corey Fiascanaro, back home. Welcome the home. And uh, just a reminder, uh, this show, along with all of our DVC content, brought to you by the world of DVC, which includes DVCresalemarket.com to purchase a DVC resale contract, DVCrentalstore.com if you'd like to rent out your DVC points or rent some points to try before you buy, and Monera Financial. Dot com where you can finance your DVC resale contract. So if you like our content, if you like these people, show your support. Show your support. Give your business to our sponsors because that's how we do this. That's how Paul and Kerry at least make their living. <laughs> so... All right, we've got a couple of things we want to talk about this week. We want to talk about um, the price increase that uh, Disney, uh, Disney Vacation Club just announced, as well as uh, the Polynesian. We'll start with the Polynesian Tower. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm always happy to see something new. To see an expansion of DVC. But some people are not thrilled. It is very, it's very hit or miss. Um, you know, we, I think we ran a poll over on the DVC fan Facebook group, and I would say about a third of the respondents are not happy with this idea. I am not one of those people. I think that, you know, this is another home run for, for Disney Vacation Club in terms of, uh, you know, giving people what they want, really, which is, you know, Seven Seas Lagoon right there, Magic Kingdom, you know, following up on the success that they've already seen from the uh, initial sales of the Grand Floridian expansion, you just know that this is going to be another very good, successful story. And I think if we compare it, which I know we're going to, to reflections, um, there are a lot of comparisons to be made. But uh, I said this in one of the articles we wrote on the subject, the number one rule, the top three rules of real estate is location, location, location. And that's definitely what this tower is going to have going for it uh, when we really begin to compare. Well, it's, with it's also going to bring one bedroom, two yep. bedroom grand villas into the mix. Because right now you just have studios and bungalows. Yep. That's it. Those are your two choices when booking a room at Polynesian. So this is going to add some more options, which I think I think a lot of people would prefer a one bedroom at Polynesian. I know I would. Yeah, I think a lot of members would too. That was when I was a guide, that was always the hiccup with Polynesian is that, oh, the kids are a little older. We like the space of a one bedroom. Polynesian has the studio or the grand bungalow. You know, there was no kind of happy medium there, but you're on the monorail and you have the Seven Seas Lagoon view and the fireworks view. And I, you know, I'm a Disney purist at heart. So my heart goes, oh, I don't want to change the landscape of what it looks like around the monorail. 
Um, but from a business side of, of things, I agree with Paul that this, this is a demand, I think, of members to be in that area. Um, because it is, it's, it's the heart and soul of, of Disney to be in that Magic Kingdom area. Um, you know, but I, I'm very mixed on it. You know, I trust Disney. I think that they're going to make it be amazing and, and themed well. And, but then my other heart goes, Oh, the spirit of Aloha is now gone. And, you know, like I said, that Disney purist in me goes, Oh, I don't know that I want to see a tower, but I also kind of felt that about the Grand Floridian, and I came to love that too. So I'm on the fence. I'm Switzerland with this one. I do not own DVC. I do see DVC in my future. The more I listen to Pete, I really want to buy yeah. DVC. I was initially I have excited. a habit of doing that. <laughs> so every, everybody who comes up to him says, I bought because of you. Mm. Uh, I did get excited initially because the Polynesian being my favorite Disney World hotel. After I went and fell in love with Alani, I thought... And again, I'm being hopeful here that maybe this tower brings a little bit of something from Alani into the Polynesian. Am I happy with the concept art? No. Do I want to? I don't want to lose like Danny any live entertainment. But I'm hopeful that maybe the concept art is just that, and it will be more Polynesiany. But this does seem to be a trend, right? We add to the Grand Floridian villas. We're adding to the Polynesian villas. Is Bay Lake next? Yeah, probably. I mean, if this is kind of the model they're going with. And Pete, I'm with you. Like when I saw the news, I kind of really didn't feel much. Like I saw it. I saw the the comparison to reflections. And I was just kind of like, eh, whatever. Like I got really excited about the Disneyland Tower. And I'm like, oh, they're going to keep adding new towers. And I was excited for the first one. I don't feel that excited for this one. And why I'm trying to not get my hopes up is because like I'm going to use Riviera for an example. I do really like Riviera as a resort right now, but I did over anticipate what I felt like they were going to do with it. I thought when they were comparing it to the Grand Floridian of Epcot, I was going to be like, oh, well, the Grand Floridian has a spa. The Grand Floridian has extra shopping that most resorts don't have. Is that going to be what Riviera gives us? And when it didn't, I was disappointed there. So I'm just going to kind of go into this one with you low expectations that if I get surprised with a really cool new restaurant or something like that, then kudos. But Yeah, I, along the lines of what John was saying too, I would hope they would bring in a little bit of Alani into this somehow. But, we'll, you know, we'll have to wait and see. I, I think they got lazy with the design. Let's just be honest. It's Reflections. If you don't know what we're talking about, Reflections was a planned DVC, a standalone DVC resort that was supposed to go over near where Fort Wilderness uh, and the old uh, um, river country mm-hmm. used to be. And that got scrapped during COVID. And it looks like they've just kind of taken the idea and plopped it at the Polynesian. Now, I always referred to, you know, reflections to me look like a rehab. Um, (laughs) Being a recovering alcoholic and drug addict, I can speak. New horizons. I can speak to that, um, you know, with authority. Um, But it did. It looked like, to me, it looked like, oh, it's like I'm going back to rehab. Nice rehab, to be sure. But so 
I want to see what else they announce with it as they announce more. But as a DVC member, this is... It's great news. They're expanding it. They're expanding the options that we have. You know, we just got the the new uh, Grand Floridian villas. Uh, We're getting um, Disneyland Towers being built as we speak. Now we've got this. Um, And I I really do. I'll put put money on Bay Lake being next because it looks like they're working the monorail loop. Yep. Yeah. Bay Lake, I would love to see them do something over at uh, Yacht Club as well. Um, I think that this trend of basically expanding on current infrastructure is going to be around for quite some time uh, because they know that it's going to be easier to to make money that way. Like, look at, um, and you know, this is part of the conversation as well. You know, we've not really talked since the Grand Floridian went on sale and it came in significantly lower mm-hmm. than a lot of us. Yeah, thought. and then I certainly is lower than I thought. But but the thing is, the 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 spread that they're making when they sell a point there is huge because the general infrastructure of that building is already there. They're just freshening up the walls a little bit, bringing in some new, it's basically doing like a hard goods refurbishment of one of those buildings of Grand Floridian. And now they're reselling it at a much higher price. Um, So, you know, they don't have to sell it for for crazy amounts of money. Um, this tower will be a little bit different, but still they're going to have a lot of the existing infrastructure of the Polynesian to go off of. So I think this is definitely like going to be their new, new model, um, for, for quite some time. My question sort of goes to, is this an acknowledgement that Riviera is not doing as well as they expected? Um, because they're, they're pulling out these, these new ideas left and right, and they're selling them against Riviera. And it, it sort of, it, it answers the question in my mind that Riviera is not doing as well as they ever really expected it to do. It still is doing very well. I'm not turning this into like a Riviera bashing or anything like that. But I think that they really, the expectations were much higher. Granted, we had um, the past two years to deal with. But even before that, I think that Yeah, Riviera is, had a headwind. Yeah. Let's be honest. It had a headwind that no other DVC resort has had to deal with. I mm-hmm. mean- you know, it opens up, and then three months later, everything <laughs> shuts down. Yep. So I – and I have fallen in love with Riviera. I bought a contract at Riviera. I never thought I would do that. I never thought I would do that. But I fell so in love with the resort, I bought a contract there. Um, do we think Riviera is the last standalone DVC resort we're going to see? I hope not. I think for the better part of probably the next 10 years, uh, it's it's going to be the last one. And I, I only qu- say that because I do question how long it's going to be selling. You know, if they continue to be pairing a Grand Floridian or a Polynesian against Riviera, like, granted, both of them sort of have a different appeal to different owners and different people. And what are they looking for? But if you're going to have two actively selling Walt Disney World properties at the same time, that's just going to really extend the life of that resort. And I think that's the one that's going to get extended as opposed to, you know, the the ones that traditionally have done so well, the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, um, that kind of stuff. I so. think, too, if, there's an, if there is another standalone DVC resort, I, I, I agree. I don't think it's going to be for the next eight, ten years or so, because I think that 
D- DVC members, Disney fans are, we, they don't really like change that's drastic. Meaning my home resort is the Polynesian. I, we go to the Polynesian every year. We love the beach club because of the accessibility. So I think you have to find those guests that say, we're willing to try anything and, you know, just be part of DVC. And I think that's why Riviera, I love Riviera too. I think it's beautiful, but it didn't hit the mark as quickly as, as I think that they wanted mm-hmm. to. From when I talk to guests and members, that's what I hear a lot is people say like, nope, we always go to the Polynesian or we stay on the monorail. We love to stay around Epcot, you know, so I don't know that that would do as well. I, you know, I'm a big fan of, of, um, the, you know, Vero Beach and Hilton Head and kind of those standalones because it's something different outside the parks as well. And so when I think of something coming new to Disney on the monorail, I think, great, you know, new restaurants, hopefully new entertainment, but how busy are the parks going to get now even more? So I would love to see Disney do another park. That would be amazing. Have we ever discussed the monorail itself getting crowded if they add more contemporary, more Polynesian? Can we add another monorail or can we secure certain cabins just for resorts? I don't think they've ever done that where these two cabins are not used until it gets to this resort. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a definite concern. And I know mm-hmm. before, uh, before the pandemic and all of that, you know, we, there were rumors out there of a, of a monorail refurbishment of new monorails coming, something like that. So I hope that those are not far behind, you know, people looking at this granted for the Polynesian, we have one piece of concept art that we're basing all of our opinions off right, of. Right. So all of this can be thrown out the window unless we're correct, of course. And then we can all be thanked later at a later time. But, um, you know, people are already saying with this specific tower, there's no, no exact number of how many villas right. are going to be here, but we're putting it in the ballpark of between like two to 300 new villas. That many new people at the Polynesian is definitely going to cause a transportation problem. Now, is this going to, are they going to add a stop on the monorail right here? I highly doubt that. That's just so close to the current Polynesian tower. And then so close to the Grand Floridian that that infrastructure doesn't make sense. But I like your idea where, you know, if you're at the end of the, if you're at the end of the monorail loop line, you're not going to be getting on that monorail because no. everyone from the previous stops are going to be. Right. So I wouldn't want to be at the Grand Floridian and trying to get to the Magic Kingdom um, because uh, the Polynesian and Bay Lake Te- or, and, and the Contemporary mm-hmm. has, will have taken up all of that cabin space. Or maybe a separate dock with bigger water taxis than the Wonka exactly. the one mm-hmm. that they've got. Yep. Yeah. So let's talk about the price increases. So we, yeah, they just announced. Yeah, we already mentioned, um, you know, pricing for Grand Floridian just went on sale, um, and that sort of shocked us. But this was also sort of out of out of thin air. They decided to increase the price of three currently selling resorts um, that are sold out for direct purchases, and those resorts are Saratoga Springs, Old Key West, and Animal Kingdom Lodge. And all three of those resorts, if you are looking to purchase it direct from Disney Vacation Club, it is now $200 per point. And that takes all Walt Disney World properties except for Boulder Ridge, which still needs some love, everybody. Uh, (laughs) It's still waiting for that refurbishment. I feel like it's getting pushed again. Um, But it takes all Walt Disney World properties except for Boulder Ridge over that $200 per point threshold, which is just insane to really think about. Well, all these buybacks on right of first refusal suddenly make sense, don't they? They do. You know, they they're do. buying back old Key West like mm-hmm. it's going out of style. Right. And now we find out why. Exactly. Because they were going to raise the price. 
And so we can read tea leaves moving forward that if we start seeing other resorts all of a sudden start getting bought back during right of first refusal, that we're looking at another price increase. Yep. They're definitely realizing more than ever the fact that they can flip these resorts and flip these properties and make some profit. Uh, But I think these increases also show that they're doubling down on these new properties because why would you buy a Saratoga and Animal Kingdom and Old Key West at $200 per point when you can get, with incentives, Riviera or Grand Floridian or Alani or the active selling properties? So I think from a sales perspective, this is really direct sales saying, we want you to buy these brand new properties that that, that we've come out yeah. with. Um, it's really an acknowledgement that they want to push those sales. And I imagine that we see that in terms of direct sales tactics. I imagine we see them get much more stronger that if you approach them and you're like, well, I really want this, uh, they might sell it to you, but they're this. really going right. to, they're really going to remind you, why would you want this when you could buy this? And this has 15 more years of contract life on it and you're going to buy, buy it for less. So um, to that regard, to that regard, it really helps in the resale mm-hmm. uh, world because um, I think that this, you know, this price increase is definitely going to make Saratoga, Old Key West, and Animal Kingdom, at least in the short term, very appealing on the resale market. We've just watched those values continue to increase over the past mm-hmm. two years, right. which to me still is it's crazy that through the times that we've been through, DVC has appreciated in value. Talk to any other timeshare company. And I mean, uh, my uncle was in town just a week ago or so, and he told me that he had an old RCI timeshare. (laughs) And uh, like, you can't give that away. Mm -mm. Like, it's just, it's amazing what what Disney Vacation Club has created um, and uh, where it's going. So, yeah. So very interesting. Mm-hmm. Very interesting. Interesting changes happening. Um, see what uh, see where they go. All right. I think that's going to do it for this episode. Unless anybody else has anything mm-hmm. they need to add? No? All right. That's going to do it. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you again next week with another episode of the DVC Show. Have a great week, folks.